Talk Time with Reed Moriarty. I like your recording studio, Steve well, Dennis. Thank you very much. Yeah, Are we ready for the interview? I am. I am. I would like to sit up here while I Fantastic. do the interview. Right. Okay. We're at Steve Dennis's house. We're going to interview Steve Dennis from the Hullabaloo Band. Yep. I'd like to ask him a couple of questions. If that's all right with you. That would be fantastic. I've been looking forward to this. Okay, so when did music become your full-time profession? Right out of college, um, I put out my first album and just said, okay, this is it. I'm going to be a full-time musician. And I did that for maybe five or six or seven years. And it was tough. It was really tough. And I got tired of it being so tough. And uh, I went back to teaching, taught. Um, music, so it was kind of still my full-time life, and then I left teaching and I dove right back into full-time, so from college till now, mostly. All right, Steve, how did you decide to do children's music? You know, it was almost accidental. I, like I was just saying, I was teaching, and I was, I was working with kids, which I enjoyed, and then when my sisters had their kids, I one Christmas I just made an album for them as gifts. And in this very studio, I just, just recorded 20 songs that I thought that, that uh, I would want my nieces and my nephew to grow up knowing. And I did that, and it just, one thing led to another. I gave it to some friends, and they gave it to friends, and then I started playing birthday parties, and I just realized how much fun it was. And then sort of the grown-up business decision was like, oh my gosh, this people actually enjoy this. People might like this. I might be able to do this full-time. So, okay. it was gradual. So... Shy Kid Blues is awesome. Thank Tell you. me the story of that project. Well, the, one of the weird things about me being an entertainer is I was a very, very, very shy kid growing up. And so it's a little bit odd now that I'll get up in front of 100, 200, 300, 400 people and, and sing and sing goofy songs and jump around and, you know, and, and act silly. And so it kind of goes against my nature altogether. So I know a lot of kids out there that are super shy like I was and I wanted to write a story and write songs that they could relate to and say hey I'm a shy kid right now but it doesn't mean I'll be shy forever and that if I am shy forever there's still wonderful things that I can do. Okay Steve what music did your mom play when you were a preschooler? Hmm that's a really good question. My earliest memories of listening to music with my mom are listening to Johnny Cash and Helen Reddy, of all things. Uh, we'd go on family vacations, and, and we'd have eight-track tapes of Johnny Cash and Helen, Helen Reddy, and we'd just sing at the top of our lungs. So I'm not sure if it was preschool, but that's as close as I can remember. Okay. Who was your best music teacher or mentor? Oh, I want to tell you about my friend. Indian Joe was his name, and he's from uh, from Canada. And and you know, for lack of a better word, he was he was a classic hippie from the 1960s. And he'd show up at my house wearing full leather motorcycle pants and a leather jacket and and uh, and braided hair down to his waist. And he was just the most magnificent teacher. Um, he taught me all through high school how to play guitar, but he also taught me like how to be a musician, how to be a responsible guy that shows up on time and all that kind of stuff. So Indian Joe was my best music teacher. All right. Thanks, Steve. What other children's performers did you admire? You know, that is an important question to me. The 
when I first put out that album for my nieces, I had no intention of doing this for a living. And because there was a lot of children's music out there, especially at that time, this is a little over 10 years ago, that wasn't very good. And I stumbled across a guy named Dan Zanes. And it was back in, in the days when uh, there were record stores and there were listening stations. I just happened to put the headphones on it and it was playing and I was just amazed. Dan Zanes, he was a rock and roll guy from the 80s that had a band. And when he had a kid, he started making great music for his kid. And I was super inspired by what he did. Okay. So, have you ever met Rafi, Steve? I have not. I sure would like to, though. He's a, he's a hero. And one of the neat things is... is He's been at this for so long, and for a long time, I think he didn't record any new children's music. He was he was involved with working with kids and stuff, but he, just this past year, I think he put out a new album. And I hope someday I'll meet him, but... I want to meet Raffi someday. Fingers crossed. I've listened to the Raffi in concert with the Rise and Shine band. Nice. That's one of his albums. That is. I was really happy when he put out that new album, because he, um, he pioneered so much of this stuff, and... And to see him come back and, and reinsert his voice. Children's music has come a long way. There's there's punk rock kids music. There's country kids music. There's rap kids music. And and having him put out another album was like, oh yeah, let's you know, let's remember where all this started. So I, I was super happy to hear that. Okay, Steve, mm -hmm. how did you prepare for a gig? I play almost every day, and so I uh, I don't have to do too much, honestly. Mostly it's like making sure that I look presentable, take a shower, shave my face, put on some decent clothes and get there. That's mostly what I do. Um, if I was really um, worried about a gig or if I, there was something going on with my voice, I would do some vocal exercises. But, but mostly I can just, you know, get done surfing, take a shower and, uh, and then go play. Your knee hurted when you went surfing. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's it's been a little bit bit of a drag, but you know what? That's what uh, inspired me to do the twenty one uh, days of songwriting because I knew I wasn't going to be able to surf. I injured my knee and I had to take a rest for a month. So I said, all right, I'll take twenty one of those days and I'll write a song every day. All right, Steve, how did you get started on a new song? Well, it's a little bit of a struggle every day because I what I'm what I'm doing is I'm writing, recording, and posting a song to the internet every day for 21 days, and I will tell you that's the hardest part is coming up with what the idea might be, and uh, so every day I wake up and have no idea what it's going to be and hope something comes to me by the time it's uh, time to time to put it all together. I've been getting them done mostly by the first half of the day. More than anything, I'm trying to make sure it also doesn't ruin my life. I need to be a good husband and a good friend to people and stuff like that, so I'm <laughs> trying real hard to make sure that I can keep up with all that as well. Okay, so do you have any songwriting tips for me? You know, my favorite songwriting tip is to try and use as many details as you possibly can when you're writing a song. The, the short way of saying it is to show rather than tell. So rather than say, I'm at the beach today having a great time, you could give details to let people know that you're at the beach having a good time, saying there's sand between my toes and I'm building a sandcastle, for example. Okay, what's the weirdest venue you ever played? Well, I would say the weirdest place to play kids' music is that I've played kids' music in a grown-up bar. 
and so it's a little it's a little weird but the the parents enjoy it because uh you know they they pretend like they're having a night on the town and the kids don't care so but it is a little weird at first okay it is weird steve what's your favorite movie musical movie musical well well I would say, you know, I don't know if it's my favorite, but the one that comes to mind, the first thing that came to my mind that had a big impact on me when I was a kid was Grease. Have you seen that one? It's a great, it's a goofy, it's a goofy uh, musical with goofy songs, but it had a big impact on me, and I would sing all the songs, and I knew all the words, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Steve, is there anything you'd like to ask me? Well, I would. How long have you been doing uh, Talk Time? How long have yeah. I been doing talk time? I've been interviewing people around the world. Remember, we went to New York? I saw that. You know, one of my favorite interviews of yours was with uh, Ralph Rubio. Yeah, did that you like fun. that I one? I like that one a lot. That was one of your early ones, right? I started right. in August. Nice, you've accomplished a lot. My favorite would have to be Mr. Gray Harris or Greer the Lifeguard. Oh, I don't think I heard that one. I'll have to go back and listen. You'll have to listen to it someday, like to. Steve. I would like to. Well, that's it for the interview with Steve Daniels. Well, thank you, Reed. I appreciate it. That was great. Talk Time with Reed Moriarty.